if you're going to go to the next level, you've got to understand that you're going to have to lock horns with bigger devils. That means you have to be a bigger person. You've got to grow on the inside. My ability to learn determines my ability to earn. The game is won and lost between the six inches between your ears. How old are you going to be before you start to experience life like you want it? I want to tell you right now, whether you like it or not, there is a better way to do business. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Business for Builders podcast. My name's Max, CEO uh, at Smith & Sons here. Welcome to you if you're in, uh, in the podcast or if you're uh, in YouTube land. Uh, welcome and thanks for stopping by. As normal, just uh, like and subscribe. If you know someone who needs this information, be sure to share it. Hit the bell. Put one of these out every week. Now, I talked about different departments in your business, so you may have listened to episode before this one. What I'm going to do uh, is break down more side, more so the human side of of a business, and really it's to do with you know how you become a high performance human and uh, how you become a really uh, ninja like uh, business developer. So point one is accountability. You've got to have trusted sources whereby you can bounce things off, and I've already talked about that and the power of doing that. Uh, there's a lot of safety in that because obviously for me and my guys, I've got a vested interest in seeing them succeed at the highest level. And so I, it's not about winning an argument. It's not about being right. It's about being able to collaborate and talk about challenges and understanding our strengths and weaknesses and having the humility. Like for me to get phone calls from guys going, you know what, I'm in a bit of a pickle with this client, um, not really sure what to do, got a few ideas, just want to run them by you. You have no idea how much peace that brings to some of my guys because there's, there's at least we're on our way. You know, you don't just sit there and, and bang on about your, your problems to your kids or your wife or whatever the case may be, wherever you are, and not really come up with any kind of, um, you know, resolve. And so having somebody that you're accountable to, uh, that you can go to and that you can uh, speak to about some of the challenges in your business, that is a massive asset. So, but they have to be trusted sources. You know, you don't want to just go and bang on with your, you know, half cup, half empty, you know, loser friend, please, you know, avoid getting into that conversation with those guys or girls, love them to pieces of a friend, but as a, as a business advisor, probably not the place to go. And so, uh, you know, you do become like the people that you hang out with. So, Find ways that you can associate with winners um, that are in the business sector that are, are winning because, you know, I, I think the influence that comes from that is super uh, super beneficial, uh, especially, and this is why I say, you know, there's so much, uh, I've had one of my guys on the show talking about how there's so many, you know, industry secrets, right? But if, they, if you only understood how much opportunity is out there, there's so much low-hanging fruit, you could probably collaborate with three or four guys in your town right now and just compare notes, good guys, and I'm saying guys at your level or above, uh, or gals, and make sure, and just you know make sure you scrutinise those relationships pretty carefully and talk about your end goals and things like that. There's no point in talking to someone about wanting to build a two million dollar business when you're just happy being a one man band doing two fifty three hundred a year. Find the those sorts the guy the guys and gals that are at your level and above, and really you know it's amazing what you could build in, in as far as a you know, a, a win-win collaboration as opposed to, well, I can't share my secrets. Because I'm telling you guys and girls, we've done 101, we're doing 101 uh, episodes right now. And there, I don't know, there's not much that I haven't given away, um, albeit in my macro detail, not really micro, because it's just impossible. I'd talk your head off. Matter of fact, I'm doing our business development. Uh, I'm, I'm rehashing my, my strategic planning and business development presentation we do on day four of our, our, our franchise general contractor training and I'm at about 186 slides, which if I spent two and a half minutes per slide, a couple of hundred slides, two and a half minutes is like eight hours. So, you know, 
yeah, you've really got to dig deep and find your source. And of course, a lot of general contractors really throw their hands up and go, Max, it's all laid out there. It's a 700 page operations file, ongoing support, marketing and, you know, branding is taken care of. Uh, you know, all the sales systems are in place. They just go sign me up. That's, that's, that's your option, really. You design everything I've just talked to you about departments. But ultimately, if you're not going to do, you know, you're not going to join join the Smith and Sons crew, which is cool. Um, you need to go and put these things together. So you need to be accountable to somebody. Okay, uh, point number two of my wrap up is uh, self awareness. You know, you've actually got to figure out whether you're happy being the boss man or whether you should be actually be a second in command. I've seen guys in this town that you know, that are so happy being a second in command. They love doing their 40 hours. They want to water ski during the summer. They want to go snowboarding in the winter. And they, they, they're just cool with that lifestyle approach. And I love that because you can see the happiness, you know, in their eyes. You go and burden them with the whole business development manager and all of those management roles. And they're just like, forget about it. It's too much weight to carry. They don't enjoy the game that much, but they love being in the building industry and, and that's fine. So you've got to figure out in your own head whether you're a boss man or whether you're a 2IC. And for God's sake, be honest with yourself because uh, if you're in a boss man role and you're actually a second in command, then you, you really, you're not going to enjoy the process. You're going to, you're going to really end up hating the industry, hate the clients, hate subs, hate suppliers, uh, hate clients that I already say that, um, and you're really going to end up hating the industry. So uh, just be aware of that. So self-awareness is a thing. Look in the mirror, um, understand, get to know who you are. Think of, hear your inner voice and what your intuition is saying about how you should roll in your business. Uh, wrap up point number three, creativity and innovation. You've got to love the game. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, I continue to love what I'm doing here. Um, you know, it's just such a diverse role that I have. You know, we're, we're developing corporate office here, which is, you know, becoming a big hitter, you know, in all areas as it relates to marketing and systemization. Um, we're really trying to develop systems that give our uh, general contractors horsepower to be able to use those, use those tools as leverage to develop those high-performance businesses. Um, you know, but there's certainly a lot of personal growth that ha has to happen as well. Um, but understand in your business, your level of success, one of the, um, you know, determining factors is going to be your creativity. That is a variable of success. There's no question about it. Um, and so uh, loving the game uh, is important. You must be able to sort of not, I, sometimes I forget what day it is. You know, is it a Monday morning or is it a Saturday morning? I've no clue sometimes. I'm just like, it's another day where I just love doing what I'm doing. Uh, to really, I love being a pioneer, so a large forging new territory. And this is this has been the the, the the piece de resistance for me is developing a franchise brand in a new country um, is has been an amazing experience, and I love it a bit. So um, if you haven't got that sort of love for what you're doing, then um, that's probably why you're lacking creativity and innovation because you just freaking hate it. So consider maybe looking at something else or fall back in love with it. That's going to be your, your option. Okay, wrap up point number four, ego and humility imbalance. The worst thing you can have is too much humility and not enough ego. There's a bit of a change up. Normally I'm the other way around, but I'm telling you, you need to have ego and humility imbalance. I've seen guys with way too much ego and not enough humility and it is disgusting. It just, you know, they are absolutely unattractive people and ultimately they will never build a business because if you want to build a business you're going to need good humans and good smart humans do not hang around dickheads and that's just the facts so figure your shit out this is where now you go back to accountability wrap up point number one you need to be able to go someone that you try go to someone that you trust and ask them the question do i have ego and humility and balance and be prepared for the bad news 
okay? Or maybe it'll be good news. Who knows? Or maybe it'll be like, dude, you need to back yourself a bit more. You undercook your ability. You're a very talented, you know, uh, operator, and I think you need to just start really trusting your own decision-making process or whatever the case may be. But I'm telling you, you need to balance that thing out, ego and humility. Um, now, uh, wrap-up point number four, visualization. You need to reverse engineer. Um, I think it's in, I don't know which book it is in, Think and Grow Rich, I think it is. Um, whatever the mind can uh, conceive and believe it can achieve. And so in some cases, we need to just start to maybe sit on that back deck, um, you know, whilst you're out there fishing or whatever the case may be, we're having some time out, start to think about what do, what does the business that I want look like? You need to start with the end product. It would be stupid if a client come to us and said, Max, I want you to do to renovate my kitchen. What's the first question you're going to ask him? What, what is it going to look like? You know, what sort of countertops? What sort of door fronts? What colors? You know, are we going to make the, the island bench bigger? Like all this kind of stuff. Well, why, why don't us, us business folks do that, you know, in our, in our business development phase? You've got to be able to start with the end result in mind and re- reverse engineer. So you've got to be able to visualize. Matter of fact, we're out racing on the weekend and uh, we did pretty well. Got a couple of podiums. And, um, you know, one of the things that I do a lot of is I, I do a lot of visualization, um, you know, especially if you're starting on pole or just off pole. You know, you've got to understand what you're going to do before you get there. You've got to see yourself going into that first corner because it's super important. If you can get track position a lot of time, you can, you can, you can stay in front, you can win. Um, and so a lot of that comes down to visualization. And then it comes down to really being just uh, relaxed in the fact that you have the ability to go and execute. And between the visualization and just, you know, steadying your heart rate um, and relaxing, it can actually produce some really good results. So, uh, yeah, visualizing and uh, reverse engineering, super important uh, parts to that. Uh, understand that overwhelm happens just before breakthrough. I'm sure you felt this before where you just go, I just have got so much on my plate. Um one or two things is going to happen. You're either going to explode, and this is why I say overwhelm is, is on, you're on the threshold of breakthrough if you feel a sense of overwhelm. And the reason is, if you involve creativity and innovation, what you're going to be forced to do because of the overwhelm is go, how do I spread the load? How do I systemize to in, increase my, you know, my output? How can I do things more efficiently? That's, creative, that's creativity and innovation. That's why breakthrough can come right after a sense of overwhelm because you start digging really deep into your creative and you, and you look at things in a systemized approach. However, if you don't have creative and you, you don't understand the power of innovation, then you will probably explode and, you know, it could be the end of your, you know, your business career in the construction business. So, um, you know, just understand that overwhelm can be the precursor, but it doesn't guarantee anything either. Just if you can just uh, control your emotion a little bit. Think objectively. It can actually be the, the catalyst that's going to help you break through. Uh, wrap up point number seven, uh, develop a uh, good relationship with pain. I talked about this briefly a second ago. Um, you have to understand that no pain, no gain. You just look this whole, I, I think I live, I mean, I certainly live outside my comfort zone, which means I'm uncomfortable, which means there's a little bit of pain. And I'm kind of okay with that. You know, I, I process pain a certain way. I, I actually can unplug. I can disconnect. I go racing for two days. You know, we're, we're setting up a rock and roll band, a cover band. And, and so there is some of these outlets where I just switch off. And you know what? Out of, out of a heart of gratitude, I'm just thankful for all the good things in my life. And all my business challenges can just, you know, kiss my ass for five minutes. And that's how I do it. I, I just, because if you're continually being ground on, if, you're, if you know that the business is grinding on you, then this is where you got to start feeling like, okay, maybe I'm not the boss man. Maybe I'm a 2IC. 
because I haven't got the creativity and the innovation, maybe I don't love the game. Like all of these sorts of factors start to, you know, tell you a story. Um, and it's super important that, um, you know, you do have the, if you can't develop a good relationship with pain and it's too much, you need to back up and get out. That's what I would say. But again, this is just one guy's opinion. All of this that I've just said in the last 48 minutes is just one guy's opinion. It's probably, it could be just worth what you just paid for it. So what I want you to do is just take the, take it away and just consider it. Treat it like a buffet. Take it or leave it. That's the best way. Um, because I don't know you and I'm just generalizing, but it's off the back of, you know, a little bit of experience and a little bit of operational experience specifically that I put these uh, points down on, on paper. Um, never lose a desire to learn. That's wrap up point number eight. Never lose a desire to learn. I always am investigating what as the new technologies in construction, what's the, what's the new approaches in business that I can adopt, what are the things I can do to create efficiencies, um, what do we have to cut out of our business, you know, so all of those sorts of things, um, you know, I really have a hunger to, to know what I can do to, to really do my job better, to help my GCs operate better, and I'm always about wanting to be on the cutting edge of understanding. Okay, uh, wrap up point number nine, and I've said this on a few few comments back to a bunch of guys in our audience and gals. Uh, dream big, start small, systemize everything. I think the last one of the last episodes we did, we called it systemize the shit out of everything. Um, that's essentially correct. We go right back to my departments. Everything within that department needs to be systemized checklist. Matter of fact, my guy behind the camera right now, before we went live, he went through his checklist to make sure, because there's a few moving parts here, right? Super important that you, um, you know, have all those things systemized. Uh, but certainly, I don't, want any, I don't want to take a dream away from you, but understand that, you know, don't despise the day where you start small because it's from those small things that great things grow. Uh, at one point, Apple was one guy or two guys in a garage. That was it. That's how Apple started. Um, you know, and, and all of the stories that you, you hear about, you know, even, even Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook started in his, in his dorm, like at, at, his, at his college or whatever. So, you know, there's all of those kinds of stories. So that can be you as well. But there's, you can just start to feel the weight that's on you as a business owner and operator. Um, and uh, the, the last thing there, wrap up point number 10, I've already mentioned is be patient. You know, at some point you can do all you can do, but sometimes you just have to hold. You've just got to hold your position and sort of wait for it to come come to you. And I'm not saying be lazy and sit on your couch and watch Netflix and go, well, Max said I need to be patient, so here I am. No, 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 no. I'm saying, this is the funny thing. Guys say to me, well, I work smart, uh, not hard. Well, work smarter, not harder. And I'm like, I work hard and smart. Now what, hotshot? That's where I give myself the competitive advantage. And I do work a lot of Saturdays. And there's a lot of things, because I'm not involved in operations on a Saturday, and here's a bit of a point, a bit of a note, I'm, I'm involved in operations on a Monday to Friday basis, but on Saturdays and sometimes even Sundays, I come in and I work on my systemization. I work on my own education. I work on thinking big and what we're going to do in the future and how do I want my business to go and start to think about my yearly and bi-yearly and five-year end goals and start to reverse engineer those sorts of things. So there's my separation between just running operations as a general manager and then being involved in you know, innovation and creativity uh, to ensure that my business development department is leading the program. So you do have to be patient. So uh, to wrap up real quick, um, I would say this, in all of this, everything that I've just said, this will bring it to, together. You've got to have strategy and it's all about timing, those two things. 
Um, and so again, that's going to take a lot of thought process for you as well. And then you've got to understand that expansion and consolidation, along with strategy and timing, goes hand in hand. Expansion, we all love that. We're I'm growing a business. I'm going to the next level. Blah blah blah. What we never talk about is consolidation. And the word consolidation makes. Uh, means to make strong that which you already have. So as you grow, you want to make sure that thing is really tight and it's operating really well and that you're, now you're ready to go to the next level, which is going to bring with it, you know, I, I did an episode a couple of weeks ago uh, called, you know, higher levels, bigger devils. If you're going to go to the next level, you've got to understand that you're going to have to lock horns with bigger devils. That means you have to be a bigger person. You've got to grow on the inside. My ability to learn determines my ability to earn. The attitude that I have between my ears enables me to get a higher altitude. The game is won and lost between the six inches, uh, the six inches between your ears. Um, Hope that helps. If you've got any questions, hit me up, max at businessforbuilders.ca. Like and subscribe, hit the bell, all that sort of wonderful stuff. Leave us a comment on the podcast. Give us some daps, pat on the back, you know, five stars, all that kind of wonderful stuff. We'll see you on the next episode. Go and build a kick-ass business. See you later.